this is where the fun begins. Welcome to the Canto Cast, where the stakes are high, the drinks are cold, and no matter your bet, Jeff and Tristan have you covered. So grab your chips, drink up, and enjoy the show. We would be honored if you would join us. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. Welcome everyone to the Canto Cast. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. And today we are going to be focusing 100% on Kylo Ren. We're going to talk about what we thought of him in 7, what we thought of him in 8, and also talking about what we're going to think he's going to do in 9. But we are back, just Jeff and I here, co-hosts, and uh, no no guests this go-around, which is, I guess, um, it, yeah, back, back to the normal speed. It's been yeah. great, though. We've had an awesome, awesome week of guests come on. And we also have a couple of more guests coming up here in the near future. So this may be our only just, you know, could say normal episode before uh, we have more guests, which is great. It's awesome to have guests and get a different opinion on topics. It's uh, really cool to, you know, kind of talk to different people throughout the community. So we're looking forward to that. But Jeff, yeah, to start off with Kylo Ren, what did you think of him initially, especially during that opening scene? Um at Jack Hill in The Force Awakens. What were your, kind of your first impressions of him as a villain? Well, my first impression of him was this guy has some skills. Because we've never seen... We've seen Darth Vader deflect laser bolts before. We've never seen someone just stop one in midair. And when I first saw that, I was kind of, one, shocked. And... Too, I was just like, wow, he, you know, he he must be very strong in the force to be able to do that. And I didn't connect right away. I didn't, I wasn't right away like, oh, he must be related to the Skywalker Skywalker somehow. You know, that wasn't my first impression. But I was just, you know, he's very powerful. That was my first impression of him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When he stopped the bolt, you know, everyone kind of in the theater just kind of stood up a little bit. I was a little bit shocked. Um, and like he just held up there forever and ever as, you know, him and Poe were talking. Right. But th- that was really cool to see. Um, and that's something that I think is a kind of a continuing theme now that I think about it is that uh, really the sequel trilogy has brought so much new force, like mythos and force power to. Um, Star Wars, we've got Kylo Ren with, like, freezing bolts. We've got, of course, Leia flying. And there's just been so much new Force stuff that's been thrown in there, which is kind of cool to see, to be honest. And um, obviously, that one wasn't as controversial as (laughs) The Last Jedi Force powers. But um, it was new, and I was completely surprised when I saw it. And I thought it was was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And my first impressions were like, oh, my God, this guy is definitely an elite. Like, he is... I thought he was very well-trained. I thought he was, like, a full-on fledged Sith Lord when I first saw him because um, he looked pretty menacing. And his mask... I liked his voice. I thought his voice through the mask was uh, pretty good. And, of course, I don't think we'll get that now. But yeah. um, I actually... I did like the mask. I really did. I thought it was... Uh, it was it was kind of subtle, but it also looked uh, really clean and really menacing. So I, what did you think of his mask, even though we really only saw it in Episode 7, mostly? Yeah, I really liked it. I liked the design of it. I thought it was it was really cool. I haven't seen something like that in Star Wars before. You know, that style of mask. Yeah. So I really liked it, and I was 
a little disappointed when I saw him smash it, you know, all the crap in The Last Jedi, but I could see why he did it, you know. Snoke was giving him, you know, making fun of him about it. Yeah. You know, hiding behind this mask that you really don't need. So Right. Yeah. You know, I could yeah, see yeah. I could see the point of getting rid of it, but the the visual of the mask and like you said, the the voice coming through the mask was really, really cool. But you know, we just have to get used to, you know, just Adam Driver now for episode yeah. nine, so yeah, and it's, it's interesting, too, because I guess, like, like the mask has been, a, like, a very um, highly regarded thing for Kylo, because he pretty much worshipped Vader's mask, right. you know, like, whatever was left of it, at least, um, on that shrine. He had it, like, in, like, coals or something. I couldn't really tell what he had it in, episode 7. It looked like it was just interesting. It almost, like, he, like, took ash from, like, Vader's burn pile and, like, kept it. It's just weird. Um, interesting how... I don't know if it was, I don't think it was Kylo. I don't know who recovered Vader's mask. Yeah, that, um, that was a big uh, yeah. discussion point, I think, was like, how did, he, how did he get it? Did he go back to Endor and, you know, scavenge through the remains and grab it? Or, you know, how did he get it? I, I took it, my own headcanon is, he took it from Luke. I'm saying Luke had it. You know, yeah. I say Luke took it as a reminder of his father. Yeah. Because Luke was the only one that we knew that was there at the funeral fire. So I say Luke took it, had it, and Kylo took it when he destroyed the Jedi Temple. Yeah, that, that would, would make sense. sense. I mean, he, yeah, it's, I, I have to, that's very logical because I don't think Kylo would really go through indoor scavenging and looking for it. I mean, I guess he could, but it would make sense that it was already kind of recovered and had been as best it could, you know, preserved by someone for, you know, that, that 30 years or whatever before really Kylo took it for himself. But, uh, yeah, that's always interesting. And I don't know what's going to become of the mask now in Episode Nine. now that uh, Kyle's got rid of his mask. Is he going to kind of just ignore Bear's mask now? Is he going to, you know, keep it? Uh, it'll be interesting to see just kind of this... It almost be you know symbolic of I think the way that any mask is used now in Episode Nine. I, I'm almost curious to see if Kyle's gonna have a new mask in Nine. Right. I don't know, or if he'll stay. He is a supreme leader now, so I mean. Yeah, I don't we'll think see, we, we'll see what happens. I don't think we saw Vader's mask in the Last Jedi at all. No, I don't think we did. Now that I think about it, no, we, I guess not. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it shows up, if it does show up at nine, like if he's sitting in, you know, his quarters, you know, talking to it again or right. what, but yeah, yeah we, didn't, we didn't see it at all in episode eight. No, so, no. but well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's obviously masks have become a kind of part of uh, Star Wars villains with Vader and uh, of course Kylo. I guess you could always argue that General Grievous had a mask. I don't know. Or, right. uh, of course, you know, most of those are cloaked. Um, right. And uh, he does have a cloak, but he doesn't really cloak, you know, himself. I guess you can put it in a verb form yeah. that much, like at least um, Maul and Sidious did. But um, we'll see how what type of, you know, appearance he takes on episode nine. Uh, it didn't really change that much. His scar, of course, did change, actually, yeah. um, from seven to eight. I thought it looked good. I thought a scar looked, you know, like a, 
uh, like a good scar in this episode, right? Um, episode eight, and the the, the weird filling, you can almost argue whatever was being used to stitch it together, I thought was pretty cool. It was like that black tar almost. Yeah, and people were saying what it looked like, um, some kind of like reptile skin. The, yeah, yeah. I guess it was like some kind of band aid or something. That Maybe, was. I, I, I have no idea. idea. It almost it reminded me of like. It almost reminded me of like a tire. Like I thought it was like rubber or something at first. It's like, what? You know? Yeah. I was like, what is this? I, I didn't really know. Um, of course, it's Star Wars, right? So it's, you know, we don't know exactly what it is. But like, it looked like visually like like a tire, even like a little bit like carbon fiber with the pattern. It was really weird. Yeah. But uh, but what was interesting, we'll see if it's still there in episode nine. We'll see if it's healed. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, we don't know what kind of time jump we're going to have either. Yeah. No, yeah, I think yeah. we will have a time. I don't think it's going to be like force awakens in the last Jedi where there was, you know, there was hardly any time jump. I think it's right. going to be at least a couple of years. Oh yeah. I think so. It's gotta be. I mean, a whole trilogy in the course of a few days is kind of squeezed or right. a few weeks, whatever. I don't even know how much time has passed between episode, the beginning of seven and end of eight. Right. A couple of months, maybe. But yeah, I, I don't know. I would like to see a couple year time jump, just yeah. just in order to give the characters growth. Like the opening crawl could say, Ray has been training, you know, using those the books that she took from Octu and yeah. training herself because Luke said he wasn't going to be the last Jedi, and of course we all know who he was referring to. Yeah. So, is she going to train herself, or is she going to start a new Jedi Order? And is Kylo going to go back and get his remaining Knights of Ren, if they're even still alive? Or did Kylo already kill them all? We don't know. So, that would be something I would like to see. I would like to see a showdown between, you know... I feel like the Knights of Ren... What's that? Like, what was that? shot we've seen is like, are you there? Yeah. Okay. Um, like, like the, the only Knights of Ren shot that we've seen is uh, like, like in, a, in a Force Awakens teaser. Right. Like, I don't even think it was the main trailer. Like, it was a teaser where they were all kind of lined up there. Yeah. And I think only Kylo had a lightsaber. You know, I didn't see any lightsabers in the other ones. Right. They just had like um, melee weapons. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm honestly at this point, I feel like an introduction of a group is supposed to be important like that. I just don't feel like it would work well. I feel like it'd be just trying to throw in too many characters like the prequels did. Right. That was one of my biggest complaints about the prequels was oh like we like just had this like just this you know plethora of villains just littered across you know the movies. Right. Having, like six or seven supposedly a really elite important you know knights <laughs> just to come in last minute right and i don't know if you heard about this but um someone asked ryan johnson why he didn't include them in the last jedi and he just said they're just there's just isn't any room for them in the trilogy right now like he said the only thing he could have thought of was like replacing them uh for the uh palatorian guards but he said there have been some huge continuity issues because why would kylo kill all the guards and after he killed snoke Right. It just wouldn't make any sense. And he said, so of course, you know, I just don't know if there's going to be room for the Knights of Ren in the trilogy. But we'll see. Yeah. 
Well, I we'll think, see. I, I do think, yeah, Ray and Kylo did kill all the Praetorian guards. So, yeah, they're dead. So, and some people were saying, hey, maybe the Knights of Ren were the Praetorian guards. So maybe they are dead. That's, oh yeah, that is something and to think about. And, I think they said too that um, Kylo killed everyone in the Jedi Temple, but he also took a select number of students with him. Yeah. So of he did. course those select students were probably the Knights of Ren. Yep. So did they probably. become the Praetorian Guard and you know eventually they just killed him anyway? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he thought that. Listen, Snoke brought these people up, you know. So he, maybe he started to associate them with Snoke. Right. And then they thought, oh yeah, you know, these guys gotta go. I mean, Ryan Johnson's like his intention wasn't to make them the pal the Palatorian guards. Right. Excuse me, the Knights of Ren. But JJ has that creative liberty to either mention it or somehow get that canonized because Ryan Johnson didn't say they weren't in the movie. Right. You know, just because he said his intention wasn't to purposely put the Knights of Ren in there. You know, J.J. could almost work it and into there. Like, oh, yeah, like, now the Knights of Ren are, you know, died on Snoke's ship. Like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, they were the Palatorian guards. Or, yeah. Am I pronouncing that right? Is it Palatorian? Praetorian? Praetorian? Yeah, I think. Okay. Um, which, those guys were super cool. Oh, my gosh, those guys were awesome. By yeah. The way. They looked, they looked like just these... It looks like the Royal Guards on steroids, yeah. <laughs> honestly, with all their, like, you know, their, their armor and stuff. It was awesome. And their weapons were just these really cool, like, vibro, you know, sword things were cool. Yeah, but, I, um, I just can't wait till... Not your lightsaber, of course, but... <laughs> yeah, I just can't wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. I know that's one scene I'll be watching over and over again is just that throne room fight scene. That was just yeah. awesome. That was, that was really, really incredible. One of the best fight. I think the best fight scene we've gotten, um, this trilogy, one of the best in the saga. Yeah, and if, you know, I know I've heard little complaints here and there on Twitter and Facebook and stuff about, oh, in these last couple new Star Wars movies, there wasn't really an epic lightsaber duel. And for Seven, I point Kylo and Ray had a pretty cool one in the forest. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty cool duel. It and, was. And if you don't want to consider it a lightsaber duel because the Praetorian guards were using their melee weapons, who cares? That was still a cool fight scene, and there were yeah. lightsabers being used. Exactly. So. Exactly. Um, I, definitely I definitely think that, like, for, for me, me, I don't need an epic lightsaber fight to, like, make a Star Wars right. movie. It, I don't um, think it's is, a requirement. No, and of course, like in Richard trilogy, that was always the climax. Right, was the lightsaber fight, which is fine. That, let that let that let the original trilogy be the trilogy that used lightsabers as like, as like a climax, and you know, like let that just be a that can be a original trilogy thing. That could be you know what they're known for. Oh, they're known for their epic climatic you know climactic lightsaber fights, and the prequels are known for their. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I think they're really well known just. For, uh, or I look to them like their climax being just these major changes in like character development, right? Right. Um, Anakin going to Darth Vader, um, you know, Anakin getting married, Anakin, you know, getting trained. Um, of course, I mean, Episode One did have you know Duel of the Fates, which was, you know, one of the best choreographed like, super fights ever. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it doesn't like 
it doesn't need to be there necessarily to make make right. it like a good Star Wars movie. Um, right. But, yeah. You know, people. I, I, a New Hope really didn't have an epic one. That no. one between Vader and Obi Wan wasn't really that great. Yeah, I know it wasn't. So, it was the, the the first of like for, your first shot at you know what of course was be perfected over the years. Right. But, uh, and I mean, there was a lightsaber fight at the very end between Luke and Kylo, except, you know, Luke. They never um, really crossed blades. So. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. That just shows you like how powerful. That is exactly what I wanted Yoda to do. I wanted like I wanted Yoda to pretty much be able to do what Luke did, and just not even use it, just like be running around and all of that stuff. All right. <laughs> all I say, all of that stuff, all the Force powers. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know. Like, I mean, of course, Yoda in combat has always been a heavily debated thing, but yeah. um, they, they did it right with, like, a very force-powerful being, like with Luke. Yeah. And, uh, and and people were, like, also complaining about, like, force. And this is also another Ryan Johnson. He was actually tweeting about this, too. Uh, people were like, oh, well, you know, Jedi could you know, he never, you know, um, tele, you know, just teleported themselves. Even though, like, in the, in the, the Jedi book, it's either the Book of Sith, or like the Jedi book that I've actually read, and he like has the books and he pointed it out. It's actually been like written in like books previous previously made to the Last Jedi that um, it's a very rare, very um, demanding ability to for a short time a Jedi can project themselves somewhere oh, yeah. else. Yeah, I think I saw so, that one tweet. He actually took a picture of the books that he had. Yeah, I think the one book was called The Jedi Path. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. That's and what it I is. actually, I, I think I have that book. Yeah, I have it too. It's a great book. Got uh, a couple years ago for Christmas. It was actually, yeah, it's same here. It came in a set of four. It was like the Book of Sith, the Bounty Hunter Code, which is my favorite out of all of them, by the way. The Bounty Hunter Code yeah. was an awesome book. Um, the Jedi Path and the, the Imperial Handbook, which was a lot of fun. I really like that one too. Um, but yeah, so it's it's been like, you know, prophesized, you know, or like in, in some texts of Jedi um lore so that that wasn't new i think the only new thing which is probably it's probably been done somewhere else was leia flying but anyways back to yeah. back to kylo um i do you think that kylo's gonna be more combat focused or more force powers focused in episode nine Ooh, <clears throat> i think he's gonna be a little bit of both okay because i you know I would like to see more of his force powers. We we've seen seen how powerful he is, but I would really like to see him during like a fight using his force powers more. But yeah, I think he's going to be a little bit of both because okay. at the end of eight, there he was borderline, you know, losing it because just with him telling telling them to focus all their firepower on. Luke and just kept firing yeah. at him. He's like, more, yeah. more. And I'll just, I just like how Huck stopped him and goes, Do you think he got him? But, yeah. But yeah, Huck's had to step in and stop that. He was like, That's enough. Yeah. But exactly. Yeah. Then, you know, of course, he was still standing because he wasn't actually there. Right. But, right. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I would like to see him use a little bit of both. You know, I would like to see some of his strategy, you know, how he, you know, his military strategy. How how good is he with that? You know, 
has yeah. he been military trained or not? Or has he just been trained in the ways of the force? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And I'm sure Hux is, of course, probably a pretty good with military stuff. As we saw, I mean, they, they got the resistance there with, uh, you know, their, their hyperspace tracking. So, right. I mean, I, I still feel like, like the, the military ranking will still be intact. But, yeah, I mean, he is a supreme leader, so it is ultimately up to him. Yeah. But uh, I honestly do see um, Kylo taking more of, like, a combat-slash-action-based approach. At least I've seen, like, he wants to do all this talking with his lightsaber in, like, combat. Um, especially whenever he tried to, you know, fight Rey and he tried to fight Luke. It seems like he just, he kind of resorts to going to, you know, the hacking of lightsabers. Right. He kind of uses his anger out on that. It's more like physical, as you could say, action. But we'll see. I mean, he's obviously very capable with the Force, and we'll see if he has any tricks up his sleeve for that in uh, Episode Nine. Because of course, he can also Force freeze people, like we saw him do with Rey. Oh yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah. He, so yeah, he did that with Rey and uh, Poe, I think. Yeah. He, he froze Poe at the beginning there when he froze the. He froze the, the bolt and he froze yeah. Poe at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that that, that was quite a spectacle. But yeah, I so, so I, I definitely it's, it's just like more of the physical stuff I see him doing. Um, yeah. not not as much like a Yoda, more like a base Windu, if that makes sense. Yeah, like more of his action, he uses the force like in combat, really, to like give him an advantage over his opponents. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll see though. I mean, I I don't think he's going to become any sort of philosopher by you know right. any stretch of imagination, but maybe he'll be more in tune with, like, other areas of the Force. We'll see. Yeah. Um, the dark side usually kind of is, is kind of sporadic and chaotic and just kind of comes out at random times, it seems. But yeah, we'll see if he's able to channel it. Right. I mean, I don't know if he has any light left in him, to be honest. What do you think? I don't... I really don't think he does. And that was actually going to lead into a question I had for you because I actually tweeted about this the other day because... Some people were saying that, oh, Jeff never has anything bad to say about Star Wars. He's always he's always too positive. Nothing bothers him in Star Wars. Well, I found something that bothered me. <laughs> I let I let people know about it. Now I have nothing wrong with, you know, the relationship that Ray and Kylo started to, you know, show in the Last Jedi. Right. I just have. The problem, I just have a problem with the term Raylo. Oh, yes, that term makes me cringe. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it makes me cringe. Every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh, please and don't. And that's, that's not even like a movie thing. That's a community thing. Yeah, I know. That so, is so, people wanting like, okay, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, so, yeah, so I'm still not, nothing about the Star Wars a movie part bothers me. It's. Some stuff that the community does that bothers me. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no, same The term Raylo, oh my goodness. I was like, ah! It's, it's like people wanting some sort of romance where there shouldn't right. be one. I mean, I, it's, it's, uh, I have no problem with the whole, oh, you know, I don't have problem with the, the community like shipping different characters, their term shipping. I have no problem with it because personally... I would I would like to see Ray and Poe, just yeah. because of that look they gave each other at the end. I was like, oh, there might be something there, but yeah, just don't make up these cute little names. 
Rayla makes me it's like it's cringe. It's just like ugh. And honestly, it she she called him a monster. Uh, they're not really, <laughs> you know, they're not really. Yeah. I guess you could say a match for each other. I mean, they're yeah. on literally opposite sides of the you know spectrum here at this point, and yeah. not in a good way, right? Not like an opposite attract way, but in a way that like they hate each other at this point. <laughs> right. Well, um, there I. You basically answered my question because I was going to say I've heard some people saying that they still think that there's a possibility that Ray oh, no. and Kylo. Get see, I'm not going to say Raylo. That Ray was, that and Kylo was get together. Raylo, the, the idea of that romance was created by the community. There's nothing yeah. in the movie. There's nothing in the movies to suggest that. I mean, yeah, they they had a connection. I saw the connection. They they were able to connect with each other through the Force and talk to each other. That doesn't make you romantically attracted to someone, though. Right. And, yes, she started having these feelings towards him, like, oh, there's still light in him. I still can save him. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't like think say, that's that That's like was... saying that Luke was gay for Darth Vader. Right. <laughs> because he sensed good and light in him. That's right. exactly – applying the same logic to Raylo, that's exactly what I, you would be saying towards Vader and Luke. Right. And I'm not saying I expect to be gay. I'm just saying like that's that's what it would be. It right. would be that Luke would be romantically attracted to Vader, and obviously and that's not – And I was just not, like, eh, you know, I, no, maybe there was no. a slight uh, – just a slight romantic connection when she started communicating with him that one time and he didn't have his shirt on. And yeah. she said, could you please cover yourself up? Everyone was like, oh, that's – I'm like, yeah, maybe she saw – maybe that one time. But she closed the door in his face at the end. Yeah. I think it's done. She doesn't want to talk to him right now. She – he turned her back on her. her. Yeah. No, he, he it backfired. So, it was, no, like, yes. Honestly – there's more like romantic tension already between Poe and Ray just by like 20 seconds of screen time. Right. Compared to two full movies, it seems now, of Ray and Kylo kind of interacting with each other. Yeah. So, Raylo, it was dead when it was created, and it's even more <laughs> dead than ever. I, it's just, it's one of the worst Star Wars community movements I've ever seen. You can quote me on that. Yeah. Raylo is one of the worst community movements in Star Wars I've ever seen. We've now we we wow. might actually have some feedback now on that one. <laughs> yeah, and, there you go. And <laughs> and if you know, listeners, if you know, if you disagree with us, that's fine. You know, write in, let us yeah. know. You know what your feelings are. But I really didn't see. I saw. I saw a kind of, if you want to call it a connection or a relationship, between Ray and Kylo. I, what I saw was. She saw light in him, and she thought she could save him. I really didn't see the romantic side. Like I said, maybe when he picked up his Force, you know, Skype call, and he wasn't wearing his shirt, that was one, and probably the only one I saw. But and that was that. I don't, that was like it's just iffy, even like he right. was stretching at that point. Like yeah. that was like. But yeah, I mean. Disagree with us, that's fine. You know, doesn't mean, you know, like I said, I'm not one of those kind of people that, you know, crap on other people's opinions and say, hey, I'm right and you're wrong. You know, it's that that's what this community is. We're, I don't know, you know, talking. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I respect other people's opinions, but this one is, I, I feel like my argument is more, it's kind of fact based and logic based. 
rather than like some hopeful romantic. Right. And like I, I respect like any Ray lovers still out there. Like I respect you have that opinion. Um, you know, I always think that man convinced against his will has the same opinion still, and I can't convince anyone differently. But I just feel like from my side, it's just it's it's like I feel like I'm 100. percent I feel like I'm right, and that's okay. That's, that's why I have an opinion, right? Yeah. I wouldn't be a, a strong opinion without one, but. I know I'm not showing any hate towards any right. people that are still behind the rail movement. I just think it's dumb. Oh no, personally. I, I have no hate towards those people either. <laughs> and I'm not insulting their intelligence. I just think that concept and that movement is dumb. But I guess I could see if, like I said, if people wanted to see that romance, they're gonna make right. Raylo, uh, you know, a movement. So yeah, I'm, I'm friends with some of them on Twitter that you know are all about Kylo and Ray. So. You know, um, but I, hopefully the episode nine will, for once and for all, just squander it completely. Yeah. Because uh, hopefully we see Kyle's head rolling at the end of nine with Ray and a lightsaber <laughs> yeah. standing on the other side, and hopefully that will silence all the Ray lowers. If anyone still says if like Ray just flat out kills Kylo, and people are still oh Ray is still a thing. I'm that's what I'm gonna lose. <laughs> I think my respect <laughs> for the Ray lowers yeah. if they can't accept the fact that it is just not going, it's impossible for it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I guess, at that point. But no, I, Kylo is just not done himself any favors in uh, Episode 8. Right. In any category, from power to romance, nothing went well for Kylo, I feel like. Except, well, I mean, maybe he's the Supreme Leader. That's actually yeah. a good thing for him, because he has more control now. Right. But other than that, I mean, I'm Luke not. is now going to be haunting over him. Yeah. I guess Han will. Ray's becoming even more powerful, and now she knows how bad you are. So now you got Ray coming after you. You have, you know, all of the rebellions alliances are probably now going to be forming up. Like it's, it's not going to be looking too bright for the other resistance here. Right. It's just kind of, yeah, it's it's, it's looking. It's going to be, you know, yeah. hopefully the end of them by the time nine finishes. Uh, I think I'll put it this way: if if Tylo thought he had any romantic chance with Ray, he destroyed himself when he looked at her and said, you're nobody. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm a married man and really, you know, I'm not an expert in relationships, but <laughs> a man never wants to tell a girl that he likes that she's a nobody. I mean, come on. Well, he did say, but you're something to me. Yeah, but still. But still, yeah, just say, oh, you're nobody. Oh, you're special to me. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And you have no place. Versa, you have no place versa. in this story. Yeah. If, if, if a girl kind of said that to me, like, I wouldn't be romantically interested in these. Like, oh, you're no one. What, what, what are you doing out here in this world? Like, oh, oh, goodbye. You right. Know? Yeah. I, I totally understand that. Yeah, exactly. I just think it's dead. It's gone. It's, I think we probably I, spent too much time on Raylo, but. I even I think seen some memes online making fun of that that moment too where kylo's telling her she's you know has no place in the story she's uh nobody there's like memes going around saying like thought bubbles above kylo's head going okay don't screw this up don't screw this up <laughs> and then you know they show the words that he actually said and then you're nobody the, yeah then yeah. the last oh, panel of the meme is like him <laughs> yeah. saying ah shit yeah <laughs> oh man classic Classic, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which that's a good, that's a good meme though. That's a good meme. Come on, yeah. you know, like that. That's actually making, that's making fun of it. That's not supporting right. it. 
Uh, so, yeah, no, I think that I think that Kylo will be forever alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> at this he, point, yeah, he turned his back on everybody. I mean, he he turned his back on Ray. He turned his back on Luke. Yeah, killed his father. So, yeah. <laughs> and then he pretty much killed his mother. I mean. He he flew him and a squad out to destroy you know the ship. And that's right. exactly what they did. But yeah, he's and he killed Admiral Akbar. Or uh, they did. Okay, yeah. I'm still I'm still salty about that. By yeah. the way, I, I still want those Thai pilots, whatever they're called, I want them to burn for killing like my favorite you know rebellion character ever. Yeah, you guys are some sick people. He still deserved a better. Send no, yeah, I I will forever be mad about Akbar. I mean, come oh on. Oh my gosh. If, if I ever design a Star Wars shirt, uh, a Rip Akbar shirt is going to be, yeah. uh, that's going to be at one of the forefront because yeah. that man is, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I would like to get, that. I would like to get a dual t-shirt that has, you know, R.I.P. Radis and Akbar. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, I know. What is up with the Mon Calamari? Legendary Commander is just going down in battle, man. Oh, I know. It's so sad. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Mokalamari. Poor, yeah. I mean, they, they live a hard life in the military, apparently. Yeah. So, okay. rip to them. <laughs> so, I guess we should s- talk about um, where we think Kylo's character is going in Episode 9. Yes. He... I think he has resolved at this point all conflicts inside of him. So I think he's going to be on a straight and narrow path through the dark side to uh, finish off Rey, finish off Leia, finish just finish off the, the rebellion and the resistance as a whole. So I, I think that would be Kyle's mission, and he'll do everything until he gets killed or succeeds. But I mean, maybe that's a boring answer. Maybe that's all, yeah, he'll be straight and narrow, but that's honestly what I think is going to be, just short and simple. Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of one epic showdown. Yeah, I think we're going to see the the darkest the darkest side of Kylo in nine. Because at the end of eight, I think he is beyond. I'm not saying that they won't try to redeem him, but I'm just saying I think he's beyond all redemption right now. He's burnt every bridge he has. Luke's Luke told him, you know, I'll see you around, kid, because, you know, he's going to be haunting him. You know, Han's going to probably haunt him, even though it probably won't be by a force ghost. It'll probably just be, you know, the thoughts of his father in, right. his, in the back of his head. Leia's going to be haunting him. And, hell, Leia can be a force ghost, so, you know. Yeah. But unfortunately, I don't think we'll see that. But yeah, I, I think he, we're going to see the darkest Ren we've ever seen in Episode Nine, and he's going to either succeed or die trying. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean it's it's he's he's dug himself into a hole that uh, he's not going to be able to get out of. It's either going to be. You know, down to the core of where he wins in the first world triumphs. And, I mean, just speaking of, like, darkness, do you think that episode 9 is going to be the darkest episode of the trilogy? Ooh. 
Everyone was saying that this The Last Jedi was supposed to be so, you know, dark and sinister. But I thought it was supposed to be, too. I, I, I have a feeling wrong, that right? it might be, you know, the, what do we want to say, quote, the Return of the Jedi, you know, episode in this trilogy. That's going to be the darkest one. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I, I see nothing but darkness for Kylo. And actually, I, I see Rey... I think Ray's going to be the one to end it, either by killing him or by actually succeeding in, you know, turning him back. But I think that's going to be a very hard, you know, thing to do. Yeah, definitely. Because I think he's already had his his mind made up that, you know, he's beyond all saving. Yeah. yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I personally think that um, it's episode nine will be the darkest. I'm hoping it will be at least. I want it to be dark because I feel like every trilogy in Star Wars should have a dark point. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting because in um, in the original trilogy, it's episode five, which was really dark, but right. in um, the prequels, it was the third episode. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. That was by far the darkest. So this which is, is kind of saying a lot because Attack of the Clones is actually kind of dark if you think about it. But uh, but I think it'd be really cool to have another. Again, maybe that's gonna make the original trilogy even more unique because maybe you'll have the only time where this you know the the midpoint was the darkest, whereas possibly in nine and like three, it's gonna be the darkest you know movie right. of the trilogy, and that would be that would be really cool. Wow. Yeah. I think this one would be. So I actually I should have said this one should be the Revenge of the Sith of the new trilogy, not yeah. Return of the Jedi. Except hopefully, I'm, it's almost weird because like, what if the light side makes the movie dark? That would be interesting. Yeah. We've never had that because yeah, I mean, Episode Three was like the last one. But also, dark side makes me dark. What if the light side kind of goes against the grain and really does some dark stuff to me? That would yeah. be. Yeah. Really interesting. With Luke saying, oh, yeah, no, we can't just be these good Jedi. Right. You know, the, the Force is everything. You have to use everything. Everything flows through you. Oh, I can I can see Rey going, going to some dark places to end it. So Yeah, and it, she's been willing to go there before. She went there before. Yeah. And she, I don't know if she's more experienced. I think she'll tread more lightly on the dark side, but I don't think she's going to block it off. Right. I think she's like, look, that's what that can do, so I'll use it when I need to. I mean... Who said? Who says she's not the most powerful force user right now? Because Luke even said it, I believe, in eight when he said she saw the dark side and she didn't even hesitate, right? You know, to explore that, but she was able to control it, or well, I think not control even, it, but she was able to resist, yeah, not resist. letting it right. tempt her. And then also, you know, I think it's like this is the most like evidential quote, like. I've only seen this power once before. It didn't scare me then, but it does now. Right. So she is in the same league with, and I, I should probably use that <laughs> very loosely after getting you know, out of the Raylo um, conversation. Yeah. But she's in the same force, power, ability range. How about that? As yeah. Kylo is. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. That that'll be something to see, you know, because I know that's what everybody wants to see. That's I know that's what I want to see in nine. I want to see the final showdown between Kylo and Rey. Yeah, I want to see the rematch from the what, what do we want to call it the Rumble on Star Killer Base. 
yeah, yeah. In the forest so there. This time looks to be like even more intense, even more epic, even more you know, everything. It's yeah. the final showdown. You gotta go out with a bang. Um, exactly. I'm sure Abrams has a pretty, pretty clever ending. Because I really wanted to see what Ray was going to do to Kylo when she had him down the ground before the Earth yeah. broke apart and they sep- got separated. Yeah. Because she did not have a good look on her face. No. No, she didn't. <laughs> I wanted it's to see. Like, yeah. She was going to end it right there and then. But. Yeah. Oh, it'll be something I mean, she to She recognized say. how dangerous and how bad Kylo was from the very beginning. Well, yeah. I mean, e- I mean even. Yeah. Well, that's why they said Luke had that. Luke said he had that moment of doubt when yeah. he was going to kill him in his sleep because he he could see the darkness in him and he was beyond, you know, beyond that. He was further gone than his dad was. So right, you know, but Luke said, you know, decided nope, can't do that. But it was already too late because Kylo woke up and busted you. So yep. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Um, but I, I think that I think that either Ray or Kylo, like one of them, is going to die in Episode Nine. What, what do you think? Do you think that there's a chance that they, you know, do you think one of them for sure is going to die, or do you think that something else is going to happen? Uh, I think one of them is going to die. I yeah, I really. And if they decide to continue, you know, more movies with these different, with these same characters, I would see Ray being the one to continue, you know, to have storylines. Yeah. And yeah, everyone, I think that, I think there was a little poll on Twitter I saw the other day. Someone asked if, you know, do you think Kylo is going to die at nine? And I answered yes. You know, yeah. Either he's going to, even if they, even if they redeem him, I think he's going to die. Yeah. Because Anakin died after he got redeemed, and and if he doesn't get redeemed, he's just going to be slaughtered for being, you know, a dark side force user. Yeah. So yeah, as someone who caused a lot of heartache and heart, you know, just a lot of trouble. For a long time, it resulted in so much destruction, so much death. So, I definitely could see him getting the swift, like I said, swift blade of a lightsaber through the head right. from Ray. Um, and then that would be it. I mean, Stoke's gone. Yeah. So, I mean, but okay. So if Kylo wins, then then what happens? What happens if Kylo beats the Resistance and Ray dies? Like, what what happens? They just are they the new Empire now? Yeah, I guess they would be. And yeah. if JJ and Ryan and Kathleen Kennedy and the rest of Lucasfilm decide to continue on with, you know, this particular storyline, I guess we're going to they're going to have to give us new hero characters to defeat Kylo in the First Order. Right? Is it going to be so, more with the broom? With, I mean, I don't, what is that? I don't think so. I think that his character, you know, arc, unfortunately, they just didn't there. Oh, uh, uh, the broom kid. Just, yeah. Yeah, I, everyone, I know everyone was saying right, right when they saw that, because the news had already broke that Ryan Johnson's getting his own trilogy that's going to be separate from the Skywalker saga, that, oh, 
this broom kid, he's going to be the main character of his trilogy. I don't think right. that's I don't think that's possible. Or I think it's possible, but I don't think that's the case. I think yeah. I think Ryan just threw that in there to show that, hey, there is hope in the galaxy. There are other force users still out there, you know, that can possibly, you know, be developed and help the resistance. So that's all I think that message was in that movie for. Yeah, so, exactly. It's I don't think he was there. foreshadowing yeah. anything. No, no, I don't think. The, oh, this, well, you know, this this is the new kid who's going to be my new trilogy now. Yeah. No, I think that was just symbolizing, you know. Oh, look, there's hope out there. There's still forces of people out there that can be influenced, even. And uh, hey, if yeah, I'm wrong, that was that. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You can. You know, when Ryan Johnson's new trilogy comes out, you guys can go back and, you know, hit me up on Twitter and replay episode episode mm-hmm. 18 for me and say, look, this is what you said. You didn't say this kid was going to be the new star, but he is. I'm yeah. like, okay, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, it would be interesting to see if, like, an alternate cut of the movie just cuts that sequence out completely. It just ends. Yeah. It's William Falcon. Right. That's interesting. But I doubt it. We'll see. Yeah. I, mean, I, 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 mean, I don't think it'll turn to a Blade Runner, right? It was like three or four different cuts of the movie. No, it, it, right. no it's not going to happen like that. There's no like alternate ending in The Last Jedi. It's pretty set in stone what happens. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't see them like not showing Luke dying or anything like that. Like, no, I, I don't see that happening. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that it's just it's set in stone. I, that kid, I don't think it's going to have any significance to do with any story. As sad as it is to say about somebody who's Force-sensitive, you know? We've right. not really had that before, but uh, we know that they're out there, right? It's not like the Force stops producing Force-sensitive people. Right. Uh, like, yeah, people are going to be able to use the Force. But especially now with no one recruiting them, like they did like the Jedi, you know, there's going to be a, a bunch of them running around, you know? Yeah. You know, you know, turning lights on and off across the room and stuff. Right. Like this, it's just gonna be weird. It's gonna be forced people, forces of people, almost just integrating into like regular Star Wars life. Yeah. Who who says all those kids that were working there on uh, Canto Bite aren't force sensitive? Yeah. How do you think they're so good at their jobs? They use the force to sweep up and do their work. So. I mean, you can see like these gigantic uh, force farms. You know, people like force planting seeds all over the field. <laughs> right. You know, that would be something. Actually, like using force to maximize. Not thinking like my like my you know AP US history class. Once we get thing, God, I need to stop. Oh, you know how you know how did this businessman maximize the profits? So vertical integration, all that horizontal integration. That's been stuff we've just covered. Just. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just kind of making fun of myself there for a little bit, but uh, I think only I will get that. Unless if anyone else is taking AP US history, then maybe they'll get it. But um, yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see, or just I don't think we'll see it, but it's interesting to think about uh, force sensitive people kind of just running around now yeah. <laughs> without the Jedi to just suck them all up in the masses, you know, that they did back in the age of the Republic, but. Yeah, that's always an interesting thought. Um, I, I wonder what the ratio is. Like, is it like one in like one hundred thousand people are force sensitive? I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yes, maybe that's something we'll learn in episode nine. 
Yeah. How many Force-sensitive people are there left in the galaxy? Yeah. It would be quite interesting to think about that. But we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens here in the, in, the, uh, in the future. And I think that does a pretty good job of wrapping up. I think Kylo Ren, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, not long. It's not, you know, I think our Tell Me Saber episode has been an hour longer than this, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we focused on a little more than one topic that episode, to say the yeah. least. Uh, that went all over, which is great. It's, it's great. Um, but with no news coming out, it's just hard to get anything over, like, an hour... Right. You know, because at the, at, towards the end, you know, we ended up saying a whole lot of things, which means nothing. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, um, but no, we had, that was a great combo. And honestly, shorter podcasts are always nice. Uh, if you guys don't like the longer podcasts, then this is one for you. Yeah. Because it's going to probably be under an hour. But uh, with that being said, guys, what do you guys think of Kyle and Ryan? What do you guys thought of him so far? Uh, what do you guys are. What do you guys think is going to happen to him in episode nine? I'd be curious to hear. Of course, we'd love any feedback. From anything to the masks to Raylo to uh, force-sensitive people in general, uh, I'm sure we'll get some Raylo. I would be curious to see if we get some Raylo controversy of that. <laughs> if any, if we have any strong pro-Raylo people, a uh, Raylo, yeah, come on and just kind of light me up for giving the kind of the ultimate anti-Raylo uh, rant there. But, well, actually, uh, if there, there's any pro-Raylo people out there. I, I actually invite you to come on our show, you know? It would be interesting to yeah, interview just, a, a very pro-real person. Yeah, I mean, just come on and have a good discussion. I mean, we don't, like I said, I'm not hating on anyone that, you know, likes that idea. I'm just stating my opinion that it's just not for me. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I just don't see the logic in it at this point. But I think at this point, now that it's gone... Um, I think like pre-A was just another theory so you know give or take whatever you want to think of that but yeah I'll be curious and I'll be more than willing to have a pro-Raylo person you know still pro-Raylo come on at this point and discuss kind of that topic I would think yeah. it would be very interesting actually but thank you guys so much for watching this has been the Canto Cast. this is episode 18 I already thought of what we do for, 20, for the 20th episode I don't know it just came up like it was nothing. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's cool though, guys. And thank you so much for watching or listening. Oh my gosh, I think I might as well just say watching at this point every time yeah. because I always seem to do it by accident. Thank you so much for listening, and may the force be with you. Always. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Life is about passions. Thank you for sharing ours. This has been the Canto Cast. May, May the, the force, force be, be with, with you. you.